Hey guys, welcome to episode unbelievably 20 of the Gym and Tonic podcast. So our lovely Prime Minister Boris actually confirmed after, I think me and Graham were having kittens for a couple of hours beforehand because we didn't actually realise that it was actually not completely certain it was happening. So yes, the gym is going to be opening on the 12th of April. So today we are going to talk about what not to do when you go back. So me personally, I haven't trained properly since probably at one point in December. Um, we have got limited equipment at home. I very quickly lost interest this time. I'm not even going to deny it. Um, plus, I had some um, health issues that are now resolved um, which have given me an excellent benchmark to, uh, I was going to say hit the ground running, but that's not what I'm going to do. Um, to actually, I'm going into this with a very, very different attitude this time. Um, you know, I, I'm going to give myself plenty of time to get my strength back and my flexibility. And I want to nail it. You know, I want to get it right this time. And that's what I'm going to use it for. Um, but I'm not going to do that by go, like walking into the gym on the 13th of April and smashing out um, deadlifts I was doing five months ago. Um, so I think it's really important um, to, <clears throat> you know, look, yes, you, if you have been able to train um, throughout lockdown, then this probably won't be very relevant to you because nothing's really going to change. You're just going to be in a different building. So um, I'm kind of reaching out to people who were, doing really well um hitting goals hitting targets and got to kind of i don't know let's say for argument's sake beginning of november before the first lockdown and then of course we kind of came back uh it was a bit wishy-washy and then we had christmas and then we had lockdown that's a long time um there's a lot of people out there and i'm i'm you know i've spoken to a lot of them who this is the longest they've gone um without having any structure in place or you know and a lot of people have lost sight of their goals um and, and we'll need to really go into this with a very open mind and kind of start again you know and and have a really sort of fresh mind about it and maybe it's time to do something different or add something different in or or you know reassess your health goals and um because a lot this has also changed the way people think about their health so maybe it's a good time to to really reassess where you're at um, and also we were looking back, we're going to look back a little bit today on, you know, when we all started training all those years ago, me, you know, telly was black and white and people were sepia, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we had like little cranks next to the machines and stuff. But um, no, I, you know, I think looking back and I know we touch on this all the time is um, the mistakes I made was I, I was very heavily influenced by my older brother who, um, he wasn't doing it then, but he eventually did go into powerlifting, but he was into his heavyweight training. Um, there was a big gang of them at the gym who just it was all about lifting heavy, lifting heavy. And that was kind of my first thing that that's what I thought you did. You know, you, you lifted heavy weights. But um, again, it comes down to uh, like if I look back up then um, to what I know now, it's like. What, what advice would I give myself then um, would just be just educate yourself, you know? Um, and, and I didn't, I took 
varying difference of well, I had different people who influenced me at different times so I, I I do honestly think that that's why I struggle with my consistency with training now because I've had so much conflicting advice over the years um it's kind of a little bit embedded and that's where Tom's going to come in because Tom's going to change my my way of thinking aren't you Tom uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> we need to kind of break the code and, and and let's walk away from from that sort of it, it was like you know this whole thing about when I competed you know when I was uh, in my sort of late 20s it was like I look back now at how little I knew uh, one about the female body uh, but two about the impact of such a low calorie diet and the impact of um being in that environment you know I, I I was very much heavily influenced by people around me but my own knowledge of myself and what I was doing to myself at the time was very very limited um you're a lot more protected these days because there is a lot more information out there but you know it was really really tough and I you know I do think um we're people are very lucky now that there's there's a lot more professionals out there um, who you can turn to if you want to do a specific type of training or you're an athlete or but for the um you know the normal run-of-the-mill person if you like or the normal human who just wants to really like sort of get hold of their health goals and make a difference and feel better um and also long term to, to be stronger and healthier um my biggest advice now this time round when we come out of this lockdown which please god will be our last one um is to reach out to a coach let's do this Let, let's um do a whole like what would you call it a, a, a reshed what, what's the word i'm thinking of Recomp. like start from the beginning again like just sit down with someone and and be a different person you know that's just come out of this lockdown this crazy year and then to have that really nice conversation of, of where you're at. I th- uh, that's kind of what I'm. My biggest take, my biggest advice would be today. I don't know what you guys think. I just feel that's really relevant now. Yeah, I mean, like I think it's it's it, we're in a good time, but we're also in a very confusing time too. So, like, if you know where to go to get the information. You've got a lot of people that are very educated now that have a lot of information that can help you on a very personal basis. But there's also, you've got to wade through the bullshit to get to those people. And so, like, talking about the beginning of, you know, this new phase for everybody, this kind of restart, it's, again, it is, for a lot of people, it's like starting the gym again. And people will make a lot of mistakes. A lot of the mistakes that we made at the beginning when we first started training um and yeah i mean i think like it's the classic one that i made when i first started in the gym was i went in there without zero plan <laughs> i went in and i was just doing what i thought i should do because i'd seen it on instagram or i was seeing some of the guys do it in the gym or i was like this makes sense in my head and actually realistically Building muscle or losing fat is a very simple process that is very basic. And if you stick to the fundamentals, you're going to, you're 100% be able to do it. But to understand what the basics are, what the fundamentals are, is quite complex because you actually have to have some level of education to show you where to go. Just by going in and doing bicep curls is not going to build biceps. 
it might do to start with. But if you don't understand progressive overload, if you don't understand how frequent you should be hitting the, the biceps, which, you know, what are the best exercises for you as an individual so that you're actually stay consistent with doing it. And that's why I think, like, you know, we've got this kind of national restart. If you can either get on a program that is personalized for you, do not do the classic where you buy a PDF of your favorite influencer who is going to make 10, 20 quid off it. And it's everyone that they ever talk to on Instagram is going to do the same thing. It's not specialized to you. You need to understand, well, how many times a week can you work out? What are you actually trying to achieve? I think that's a big one as well. Like your plan yeah. should be geared towards like, well, if you're trying to get bigger arms, let's say, right? Your plan needs to be geared around a freak, uh, making sure you hit the frequency you need to for the biceps and triceps that your uh, movements, but you also need to know, well, how, how, when should I put a rest day in? How, how many exercises should I do? What type of exercise should I do? And that's all going to be very unique to the individual. So I think my first advice to people when they start is have a plan. If you have a basic a, a basic level of understanding, that's fine. Just put it down on paper somewhere or put it in your phone. Follow a plan, whether you get it from a coach or yourself, just don't go in there and start freestyling because you'll end up being like a hamster and you're just going to go around in a wheel and then you're going to... I have to admit, I am a classic freestyler. I am. I'm putting my hands up and that's what I need to stop. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to stopping. Is I think one of the best quotes I ever uh, I ever heard someone say was that building muscle is literally rotating twenty exercises for twenty years, and just just getting really good at those same exercises, and then progressing with either weights, reps, or frequency. And like you don't need to go in there and confuse your muscles. Your muscles don't know you're doing a bicep curl. They just know that they're being contracted in a certain way. And how often they've been doing how, how often that's been done is going to promote a response from them. And so, however you do that, however you get that response, is completely up to you. As long as you get that response, you know, um, if that makes sense. So it's like, you know, you don't need to you don't need to switch up exercises. Choose five exercises for chest that you really like, and just get really really good at them. Get the technique down. Make sure you do them enough. Make sure you get you've got enough reps in there, enough sets in there. And yeah, and, and perfect, I would always say perfect technique over changing the exercise, if that makes sense. So okay. sounds good. Paul, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to the gym because like you. Yeah, congratulations. So I haven't trained properly since December. And even then I feel that that's misleading to people to suggest I trained properly in December because I had two weeks of December where I trained properly yeah. uh, so I trained uh, probably six times in December um, wow. so it's been a while um, so I'm looking forward to it and yeah I start at a new gym the gym on Monday so that's yeah. gonna be so professionally that'll be fine so looking Brilliant. forward to that um, as for me I think the first thing I want to point out to people if you're like using this as an opportunity to join the gym for the first time or if you've been going for years and years and years and you're using it as an opportunity to kind of like start again and start over um or you're somewhere in between the two things i want to talk about first is a little bit of like what not to do and then i want to share a couple of like my my lessons learned the hard way um mm -hmm. but the first thing to take 
on board is like two things firstly don't just try not to follow shit advice there's a lot of shit advice out there but as tom said there's a lot of very good advice if you know where to look for it and the easiest way to determine whether or not you're getting good or shit advice in my humble opinion is normally the reliance on product um, so if you're speaking to somebody and they're saying what's your goal and you give them a goal and they suggest at any point any form of product is required to reach said goal I would, inst- I mean, personally, I would instantly label them a cunt, but you may be, you might be more diplomatic than that and you might label them a penis. Um, because progress doesn't come in sachet form, it doesn't come in product form. There's no amount of money you can spend to give you, pro- like, give you progress. It purely comes, as Tom said, from working effectively and being patient with it. And I think that was, for me, when I first started training when I was in my early twenties, I was under the impression that I needed to just lift weights um, with no plan, uh, very similar to Tom, no, no plan whatsoever, no real like goal as to what I wanted to achieve other than just want to be big. Um, so just lifting loads of weights. I then got into the habit of trying to eat loads of food again with no structure, not really concerned about protein intake, not really concerned about calories in general, just I need to eat for the gains. And you at the time I was fortunate when I first started that the products that I fell into was when protein shakes were relatively popular and it was all about buying mass gainers from Holland and Barrett and you'd go in and you'd spend 30 quid on this fucking tub of stuff that smelled. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all yeah. done it. And it was like mass gainer, like 80 billion grams of protein per shake. And then you, when you actually look, look back at it and realize they're like 800 calorie shakes, no wonder you got that. Um, wow. And the majority of them are carbs. Yeah, and they taste... 800 calories. Wow. I mean, yeah, there's some... Over a thousand in some mass gainers. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I, so I, I feel kind of fortunate that when I first found the gym that it was at a point where that was... That was the go-to thing. It was let's buy mass gainers. Let's let's Maxi Muscle would just become like a really popular brand, and it was like, yeah, let's buy their mass gainer. Or if you couldn't afford theirs, Holland and Barrett's own mass gainer, which, as I said, smelt like vomit um, and didn't taste a great deal better either, and was lumpy as fuck. Um, but <laughs> what then happens, and and what is definitely rife now, is not so much the the protein shake game and and buying shit protein it's endless amounts of dickheads trying to sell you any product under the sun that's a miracle cure for you, for what you're trying to achieve so if you're if, if you're serious about getting in shape whatever that is whether that's just improving your health a, a little bit whether it's packing on size whether it's getting lean whatever it is i don't care what it is do not think you need products to achieve it, it all that you need is consistency with your training progressing your training each week which is the next point i want to make and and basically being fucking patient with it and when you do start to train it was interesting that tom sort of said that you know when he first started training he should should sort of a difference in how long each of us have potentially been training because he was paying attention to what was on sort of social media as to what he should be doing in the gym i Instagram wasn't a thing when I first stepped in the gym, uh, which was fortunate because now it's a fucking minefield. You scroll through Instagram and you see all these wonderful, I don't even like using the word workouts because I think most of them are just bullshit. Like, you know, the whole like doing kickbacks or walking sideways on a Stairmaster to build your glutes and shit like that. 
Uh, my first thing was Men's Health magazine. Remember the magazines? I used to get wow. them all from them. Yeah, way before least, Instagram. Yeah. At least I used to buy. I used to buy. Funny enough, I used to buy Shape magazine, which was actually an American magazine. Yeah. But I preferred it because it just seemed to be a little bit more scientific. Do you know what I mean? The, the UK magazines. But at least those kind of magazines, they they took pretty much the compound lifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not fashionable. They were just not that in depth, and it was a bit like really misleading stuff. Oh, if you want bigger biceps in thirty days, like do this bicep yeah. three days a week, and it's like no, that's not going to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but now what we have is like every man and his dog, or woman and their cat, or whatever the alternative is out there trying to sell, as Tom said, like their workout, their diet plan or whatever and you walk into the gym and you just see endless lines of people doing fucking weird things um and i think what we need to remember when we go into the gym if you if you've got goals if you want to achieve stuff there's a reason why the compound lifts are still the foundation for pretty much every training plans because they fucking work there's a reason why when you go into every single gym you've got a row of benches you've got a row of squat racks you've got a few plate loading machines that are going to help you hit like an in incline fucking row or incline chest press and that kind of stuff because they fucking work you don't need to try and mix it up and try all these crazy fancy new fashionable ball bag workouts but if you've got areas that you want to grow train it consistently eat the right fucking amount of calories and get a good amount of protein and allow that body part some rest and recovery in between sessions and i think that's you know going to do a lot better than jumping onto Instagram and be like, oh, my favourite influencer does these weird sideways kick squat banded Stairmaster thing. Don't, don't you think that? I mean, that, that's why I'm glad in a way that that was my basic. That was yeah. my first ever foray into training or, or, or even seeing physically watching someone train was all this like squats and, the, and all that. And I, you know, and and also I was taught at a very young age how to do them properly and stuff like that. And obviously I was very young and I, at the time I didn't know how, you know, years later, how they can actually stop you from getting osteoporosis as a woman, things like that. You know, you don't, you don't care about that when you're young. Um, but I think that's what's missing now. It comes down to the fact uh, I, it's a little bit like, uh, when me and Tom talked about the fact that I do exercise to music as a, I did that years and years ago but it's drummed into my mind so every time I teach a class now without even planning that class I put music on that's got the same beat and I can program that class around it without even thinking about it because I will just move naturally in that way yeah. and I think what's missing now for a young person who's starting training is they're going to go on YouTube, see all these weird and wonderful ways of training and don't learn the basics and I think you've spot on with that yeah just to finish off on that it's something i've seen so much over the last not last year because we weren't in the gym but before that is you will see groups of young young girls and young guys obviously wanting to get in shape feeling probably feeling a bit of social pressure they want to get they you know, want to improve how they look and they all seem to follow the same trends and and you can pretty much not that you should really pigeonhole people but you can pretty much pigeonhole them in terms of if it's a group of girls they're going to go in and they will all basically center themselves around the same bits of equipment doing the same kind of things and they're all paying attention to whatever influencer it is that they follow and again if it's guys they're looking they're doing 
the same thing that they, they fall straight into i'm gonna do a bro split and i think when i think back to joining the gym every gym i joined and not that it necessarily always worked out well from from my perspective but when i first got into training every gym i joined i ended up working with a pt for a, a period of months and it was centered around my goal and yeah all right i worked with some great pts i worked with some fucking terrible pts early on as well um but at least everything was kind of centered around what I wanted to achieve. And I think that's been lost now where everything's been so easily accessible through social media. People go into the gym thinking they're an expert and know what they need to do because they follow a few people. And I think we need to, people need to take that, that step back and be like, actually, if I'm going to the gym, what's my purpose? What am I trying to achieve? And then to, as Tom said at the start, I'm, speak to somebody actually physically speak to somebody about what you want to achieve and make I sure think it is, it's so missing I used to love that I know I used to love that sort of like not in the last I wouldn't say this time round but first time round you know well I used to love that you know that first time you meet someone in reception and you you, you have that conversation with them you walk around the gym and they and you you know to go you don't want to do or anything you're a bit confused and yeah and you have that conversation with them about and they always the women always 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 used to say i don't want anything to do with that lot you know that the, the, mm. that that weird that stuff yeah but i would always put their first session in when i knew it was quiet and i would make that and i'd say look just take a late lunch break whatever maybe we'll do it sort of two between two and three o'clock and I would do that bit they don't want anything to do with while there was nobody there. Because you know what? Half the time, it was because I didn't know how to do it. They don't understand. Yeah. They're going to look stupid. They're going to feel like fools. Everyone's going to look at them. The guys are going to be in there waiting for the equipment and look at them. Um, but in fact, you get them in there two or three times at three o'clock in the afternoon when there's nobody there. And then they're just walking in their cocky as hell Saturday morning. Go, excuse me, mate. How many reps you got left? You know, it's like winning. This love that ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> this this kind of leads into a point that I wanted to make as well. Is like, I think when when people hire a PT or a nutritionist or somebody who knows what they're doing, somebody who is actually going to get results for you. Yeah, it's going to sound crazy, but you're going to be very disappointed to start with. Yeah, and I say that because progress takes time it takes hard work it takes consistency it takes doing the same thing over and over and over again whether it's with your your nutrition or whether it's with your training now you can structure both of them however you want it but if it's all over the place you're not going to see results because your body is going to respond whether it's in nutrition with nutrition or if it's with the training you're doing on what you do the most consistently over a long period of time right and so I feel like we've set up this like false expectation where you've got these like 30 day challenges where people are going to make these drastic transformations in 30 days where actually it's more likely that you're going to be waiting or you're going to be putting the work in for a year and then all of a sudden realize how much progress you've made in a year because you've been consistent with it. Now you set the building blocks and the foundation for the, now you can carry on and go into, into year two and year three. And quite honestly, the most impressive transformations happen in year two, year three, year four, because you built that foundation to be able to do impressive things right now. 
yeah, sure, you can go and put yourself in a calorie deficit and you can lose a lot of weight pretty fast. But at some point, when you compare somebody who's just lost a lot of fat but didn't have a lot of muscle mass or structure to their body in the first place, it doesn't look anywhere near as impressive as somebody who has lost a lot of fat but actually has some muscle on their frame, is actually athletic, can actually do athletic things. Yeah. That's where the impressive stuff happens. So for me, if anyone who's starting in the gym or starting with a trainer, you want it to be underwhelming to start with because it yeah. sounds so ridiculously basic. And if you if you find someone that makes it sound really, really basic and really easy, but actually says to you, this is going to take a lot longer than 30 days. It's going to take a lot longer than 60, 90 days. You're probably on to a really good coach at that point because they're being realistic with you. Um, and this is where like a lot of things where I, when I first started, I had unrealistic expectations. I would see the magazines. Then when social media come out, I would see the guys. And I came from an athletic background, but I didn't come from a bodybuilding background. I came from a tennis player background where we were all very, very light and very skinny and like, we didn't have much fat on us, but we didn't have a huge amount of muscle on us. And then I started going into the gym to try and build muscle. And I started looking, I want once, well, thinking I was going to look like the guys who are on the front of men's health. And after a while I lost interest because I was like, well, I'm lifting, I'm lifting every, every day or five times a week. And I don't look like these guys. And I think if you can be realistic with your expectations of, and I love, I love it when um, there's a guy I listen to on YouTube and, and he basically says, think of your dream physique and shoot for halfway. And you'll be really happy with halfway. Like you'll feel amazing if you can go for your dream physique and you can just go halfway. You'll, you'll look better than 99% of the population. And, um, and I think if you're, if, you're very, um, if you're very realistic with your expectation, you stick to it. But you also enjoy the process. Yeah. Because there are more hits of like uh, gratification and endorphin hits endorphin hits and then it was the right word but there's more success along the way and there's more gratification along the way than there is at the end yeah you know what i mean so like a lot of us we chase this end goal thing but actually the process is where you're going to get most of those highs so enjoy the process and just keep adjusting the end end goal because Ultimately, you don't ever want to get there. You're not ever going to complete your dream physique, you know? So, yeah. No. Go on, Paul. Uh, yeah, I think on that, uh, the, a phrase that I quite like is uh, becoming is better than being. Um, just to yeah. emphasize what Tom was saying there in terms of you are going to get a lot more enjoyment and a lot more satisfaction as you tick milestones along the way than you are when you finally get to where you want to be. And as someone who's been in and out of the gym since I was like 19, Believe me, you, I don't think you ever get to a point where you're like, oh, yeah, perfect, complete it. Body, body is what Because yeah. we're humans, and life happens. And every time you get close to where you want to be, you don't actually realize how close you are until like a year later when you look back and you're like, oh, I look really good then. And then you look at yourself now and you're like, oh, I look like a potato. Um, so, oh, that's so annoying. I know. I bet yeah. so many people are feeling like that now. Yeah, as definitely. Well. No? Don't think that even the people we see on instagram like with the perfect physiques men and women they're still not happy because no. once we get something we always want more yeah. right so even the people with the dream physiques the ones you're like i want to look like her or i want to look like him they're still not happy with how they look so yeah. i think if you if you just fall in love <laughs> with the process of it and the becoming of something new 
and never trying to complete it, then I think that's where you're going to enjoy it the best. Completely. Yeah. completely. So. Well, you've got to view it a little bit like um, getting drunk in a way, in that ultimately we all have a real good time when we're when we're drinking and we're there, we're in the night out, we're enjoying it, and it's not. And then we have the hangover the next day and we feel like shit. And it's not until a few days later until you start to feel better. And you look back and you're like, that was a great night. I had a really good time. And you look forward to the next one. Yeah. Like, it's not realistic to be on a night out riding the high 24-7. Yeah, unless you're a Rolling Stone. Yeah, but even then, you've only got to look at what happens in the long term. I mean, I, I saw Motley Crue at download and the guy can't even fucking sing his own lyrics anymore. Like, I can yeah. understand why they jacked it in after a massive world tour and made even more millions. Um, but it, you need to look at it appropriately and you need to sit there and go, actually, like Tom said, if you can fall in love with the process, you're going to enjoy stuff a lot, lot more along the way and you'll appreciate what progress you do make. Because we're never, I don't think anybody ever gets to a point where they're, they're happy with it. What I also want to share with people is a little bit in terms of let's learn from the mistakes of the past. Like we've all been in the gym for a fucking long time. We've got about 10 minutes left. So hopefully enough time to speak about it. But some of the things that I've learned the hard way is it's not just, it's not just what you do in the gym that is going to count. Like that's going to help. It's going to help massively, but it's what you're doing the rest of the time. Your in gym time is going to be like an hour a day. Even if you do that seven days a week, that's still only seven hours a week that you're dedicated mm -hmm. to training, there's a lot of other time. One hour a day, you've got 23 more hours in the day to fuck it all up if you're not doing it properly. And some of the things we need to get into is making sure, or understand, is making sure that you're doing the right things nutritionally, not just in terms of the right amount of calories, but setting yourself up for a good session, knowing your body, learning what works for your body, because I can tell you now there is nothing less fun than going into the gym to train back and legs because I mean, who, whoever gave me that training split fucking hell um, <laughs> training back and legs on the same day, getting in there nice and early because you want to beat the rush and, and not eating breakfast beforehand and being the guy that fucking passes out and then throws up all over the changing room floor that is something that has happened to me three times in my life where i have just about made it to the changing rooms before passing out and throwing up everywhere and it's not fun. And it comes from literally not knowing my body well enough to know how to fuel myself appropriately for, for training. So again, if you're new and you're going into the gym, like don't make it harder than it needs to be. Be smart about it. Make sure that you've eaten a good amount of food if you're training at the end of the day. Make sure that you haven't eaten too soon before you train. Like just the, the simple things to make you enjoy it more. Because I can tell you now, the times I've thrown up in the gym, I wasn't in a hurry to go back. It's not an enjoyable experience. So learn from it. Isn't, isn't that, yeah, isn't that like the, I hear people come into the gym all the time and they're like, I'm like, hey, what, what you know, what you making conversation with them? And I'm like, what, what session are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I've got legs. I hate legs. Right. And like, you, there's so many different ways to promote hypertrophy in, in, the, in the muscle groups you have in your legs. You don't need to do uh, you don't need to squat. You don't need to squat. You don't need to do leg press. You don't have to do lunges if you don't want to. There are so many different ways in order to grow muscle. Um, and I feel like, you know, having these conversations, people are, oh, I hate, I hate this exercise. And my response is, why are you doing it then? Like, you're not Ronnie Coleman. Like, you're not trying to be Mr. Olympia. So at the end of the day, if you don't like doing something, 
then don't do it. Now, I'll go as far as saying like, okay, if you don't like doing exercise full stop, find <laughs> the one you enjoy the, <laughs> you, you, you hate the least. But apart from that, like, honestly, when you go into the gym and you're going to, if you want to build muscle, choose the exercises you like the most and go with that. And because it's better to be consistent with exercises you like than to be inconsistent with exercises that you hate, that you that are apparently are more important, you know, better off for building a bigger chest or whatever it is, right? And the same thing goes, like if you hate cardio, you don't hate cardio, you just hate the type of cardio you're doing. There are a hundred different ways that you can promote extra calorie burn in your day. Choose one that you like doing. Do you know, talk to somebody, understand what you can do to try and burn a hundred calories. Because again, Burning 100 calories is burning 100 calories, whether you do it on a treadmill, a bike, or you're just walking up and down the stairs a little bit more throughout the day. If you can replicate that, that same calorie burn, there is no superior way to burn calories. It's just some are a little bit more efficient than others. Um, and that's it. So again, for me, when you're walking into the gym, make sure you're about to enjoy this session. Because yeah. unless you are doing it at the very highest level where you're an athlete and you are having to push yourself harder than everybody in the room because you've got to hit this certain bar that's been set by everybody else, then if you're just Paul that goes into the gym four times a week that wants to just... I don't know why, <laughs> but if you're, just, if, you're, if you're Bob, let's just say Bob, if you're Bob that's going four times a week because he wants to look a little bit better and you don't like doing bench press because you're not quite sure how to do it, don't do bench press. Go and do something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of different advice. Good advice. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. I, the, again, the way I would look at it to draw the analogy of, of a night out, if, if on a night out you don't like drinking flame and Sambucas because it tastes like <laughs> shit and it burns your eyebrows off every time, my advice would be don't drink it. Like we... Yeah. <laughs> we have a good ability as human beings to be like i don't really like that i'll, I'll do something similar like if i'm on a night out and shots are going down there's only really two spirits that i would like to do shots of so if anyone suggests anything else i'm like no that sounds fucking horrendous yeah we don't really apply the same logic to our training we don't go into the gym and be like today i want to train chest i really struggle with xyz or i really hate xyz so i'll find alternatives we're like oh I'll, I'll... well we either do it and we do it badly or we end up just skipping it altogether. Like one of the things that I always used to do, I used to have to, because I didn't enjoy training legs that much. And many people would be like, it shows. Um, I used to have to train legs on a Monday because I knew Monday was the day that I would never skip at the gym. And if I left legs till Friday, I wouldn't go. Whereas if I left my favorite thing to train until a Friday, I would still go to the gym on Friday. So yeah. again, just finding little ways to work around it where you're going to maximize hitting your muscle groups effectively enjoying what you're doing and just playing to your own strengths like if you don't like doing something don't fucking do it you know yeah, there's so many different ways you can there's so like just using the legs for example right because we're not talking about trying to be olympia level standard athletes if you don't like training legs look at like what how much volume you would normally do on a leg training session right and this might go against like what you see on the total the normal like bodybuilding workouts but if you let's say you're doing five exercises of legs and three sets of each exercise, why not do one exercise for legs every day? Yeah. For every training session, why not just do one exercise for legs every day? If you hate it that much, split up throughout the week or do 
half legs one uh, for what uh, maybe a monday half, half a leg <laughs> not not like half a leg but like yeah. half session one day and half your session another and split it up a little bit because at the end of the day <laughs> in, you can't do like focus on quads one day focus on hamstrings do yeah. your calf raises at the end of your back session we can yeah i mean your your body is going to respond to what you do the majority of time and if if your muscles are being stimulated to make a change they will make a change so you just need to figure out how to make that that your body respond that way it doesn't know you're doing a bro split or you're doing a push pull leg split or if you're doing an upper lower it doesn't know that all it's doing is responding to certain stimulus so if you are still providing it that stimulus it doesn't matter if you train legs on a wednesday or on a monday or on a sunday it doesn't matter um yeah but like i said to you tom i know I, I can't I can't handle having a bar behind my neck. So if you give me exercise to do where I've got a bar behind my neck, it's not happening. But this is this is my final point, Charles. Like it was, I think I said this before. Your program is your program. So if you don't want a bar behind your back, I'm not gonna put it in your program because it's not <laughs> my program. It's not my program. I'm just making it for you. You know what I mean? Like it's my job to make it for you. So if you don't like a bar on your back, you don't have a bar on your back. Well, find something else, you know. Right, on that note, guys, right, we've got very, very little time left. I think we've absolutely bombarded everyone with brilliant advice and information today. So that was absolutely fantastic. Well done. Um, so, yes, we shall all catch up next week when we'll all have the gyms. to share and see how things are going. And we'll, we'll go from there. And love Enjoy people. Have a week. Bye. See you later. Bye.